You're listening to the Propane Fitness Podcast, your ultimate resource for fat loss and muscle gain with none of the gimmicks. With your hosts, Yusuf and Johnny. Simple rules, dramatic results. So Propane Coach Joe just put up this graphic that compares a supposedly clean meal that has way more calories to a Mars bar. And I think this is such a common misconception that we see now that um, now that people are the, the clean eating crowd are holding on for such dear life on the internet that they'll be making homemade versions of Mars bars made from coconut sugar and dates and cacao nibs and nut butters, or hazelnut butter rather than peanut butter as if that's somehow... Because the fat's better, isn't it? Because it stores less around your midriff. Less around your midriff, better, more, more on the top of fat. your head. Yeah. yeah. So th- this is a comparison of a legit recipe of for clean Mars bars that work out to 430 calories per serving compared to an actual Mars bar of 260 calories per serving. I think we've got to bear in mind as well, like an actual Mars bar is quite a meaty thing. Like it's, it's so dense. I don't know. Full of nougat and caramel. Like it's not like an air aero or something like every, oh, so every bit of the space. It's a proper little brick. Yeah. Fully used up. Yeah. Yeah. True. I see it. What, what I think is actually great about chocolate bars is they, are very very rarely over 300 calories like they exist that they're over 300 calories but normally it's between 200 and 300 and there's enough of them for you to be like that was nice mm-hmm. they're not there's not a ridiculous you know it's not prohibitive if you've had a mars bar earlier in the day it's not like right i've got no calories left for but you feel like you've had a treat yep. you feel like you've had something nice i think where this comes from is the idea that and you can hopefully go full hardcore doctor on us here people feel like refined sugar high sugar foods foods that are high in certain fats have this property that make them completely different to something that is made with coconut sugar and nut butter so if we think if we change the the composition of the carbohydrate the composition of the fat that something magically changes from a body composition perspective well i think this is the problem and it's a, it's a criticism that we see quite a lot and this is the definition of false dichotomy where someone will say that i mean yes there is absolutely credence to the the fact that refined sugars do have some negative health consequences if they make up a large portion of your diet mostly because they exclude the that they they um crowd out the chance for you to eat other more nutrient-dense foods in your diet. But when you just throw calories out the window as well, then, yeah, you are better off eating the Mars bar than the 430-calorie clean Mars bar. <laughs> because, and, and so, I, you know, I've, I've had a couple of these things in the, you know, the hipster... Um, the cafes where everything's made of avocado. Everything's, and... yeah. And you end up with something that they've had to, because they're trying to cut out the sugar, they replace it with... A lot more fat. Oils, usually. Oils. So yeah. in, in this case, we're looking at the macros here. The Mars bar has 3 grams of protein, 10 grams of fat, and 40 grams of carbs, mostly sugar. The clean version has 7.4 grams of protein, 28 grams of fat, which is like two tablespoons of oil, yep. essentially, yep. and 40 grams of I sugar. I bet the servings are smaller. Well, it, they look smaller on the yeah. picture. And, and 37 no, will be nowhere near as nice either. So it's three grams less of sugar. But it will be made from, if it's made from dates, 
that's actually <laughs> so I remember you pointed this out it's the it's, only food the, it's the one food that has a higher glycemic index than table sugar itself <laughs> so if we're going by any of these metrics like we, what, what are we trying to achieve here like just mm. the fact that it's not made by the Mars company and you made it at home so I if, if, I'm, if I want to consume something that is sweet tasty and ultimately confectionery I would far rather put my hands in a company that does that full time at scale than someone who's done it in the the kitchen of a small independent cafe. Like Mars have a very clear outcome, which is I want to make as many Mars bars of the same quality that is going to deliver one one outcome, which is someone eats that and it's like that was nice, and then you, the nutritional information has to be has to be accurate. Re- reasonably accurate because it's such a big company. This is someone who's like you know ladling coconut oil in because it's okay because of MCT. Yeah. You know, and so it, I don't think this is exactly it. Like we're we're not saying that you can eat as much refined sugar as you want, provided that you hit your calorie targets, and that's fine. It's more just that um, the opposite is not is not true. If you mm-hmm. say, um, "Oh, this is this is better because of the food qualities in it," but completely at the cost of the calories in the food, <laughs> then you will no doubt get fat. In fact, if I had to get fatter. If I was like, right, I've got a goal to get as fat as possible over the next month, I'd probably go for the the supposedly clean version because you can put them away. They're they're small nuggets of dense. I mean, I just bought some from the, I bought some of these peanut bar things from the Protein Works just because they were on offer, not because they were clean or dirty or any kind of consideration for that. And they're fantastic, but they're so Moorish and they're a little tiny brick. Yeah. And I... I don't know how many calories they are, but they're 300, 200, something probably, like that. yeah, more yeah. than a chocolate bar. Um, so when, when people give this argument and where, where, where it odds with these, these sorts of people on social media every single day where, you know, they'll say you guys are promoting bullshit because insulin is the fat storing hormone and refined sugar, or I think the phrase they use is extrinsic sugar mm-hmm. is, um, and it's what, it's what making, it's making people fat. It's making people unwell. But then when you remove the context of calories, you have to be discussing this in the context of something. And if you aren't, then it's just arbitrary conversation. Like to say coconut sugar is better than the sugar used in a Mars bar. <laughs> like it, it, by what, it, within what context, by what, you know, what is your argument there? Is it that you will lose more weight in the same calorie deficit if you have, if you replace all of your sugar with coconut sugar. Well, unfortunately, in this case, there there is no. I mean, this this direct comparison of cocoa coconut sugar, dates, nut butter, and cocoa nibs, there is no metric that makes the clean version a superior food. Mm. Higher in calories, higher in glycemic index, even. Mm. Um, yes, cocoa nibs maybe have some marginal health benefits if you eat. A bunch of them in terms of micronutritional I, I don't know but I maybe really scratching at straws but it, but it all comes back clutching at straws clutching uh, it all comes back to this idea of people I think there's a misconception that you get extra points for just cramming micronutrition into your diet endlessly mm. so that like, every decision you make should be based around the, the food quality and the micronutrition it's like well if you're meeting your requirements over and above is not going to give you any well then it comes benefit. back to energy balance yeah so I think there are prob- many vitamins that you can't store as well. So mm. once th- once you've hit your target for the day, you will just excrete the remainder. The easiest way to prove that to yourself is have a Barocca 
mm. and then see what happens to the colour of your urine shortly afterwards. What was um, Kamal Patel described a multivitamin as expensive urine, <laughs> um, which is a, a pretty upsetting way to describe it. Yeah. I'm going to do an expose on sugar at some point soon because um, I'm not saying that there are that the, there is no negative health outcome to eating a, a diet high in sugar, especially from a dental perspective. But that I think that these camps often overblow things in either <clears throat> case to try and um, spin their home home formed theories into something that's much more gripping and emotionally. Well, that's like a message, aren't they? And the mm-hmm. message backs a product which is profit driven, and so they're incentivized. But I think the it's all about setting up safeguards so that you don't come a cropper with this stuff. You know, we, none of us want to get ill. We all want to just live life and enjoy ourselves. And I think ensuring that, like if you're eating a diet where you're managing your total calorie intake, you're eating a sensible level of protein and managing your fiber and ensuring that like at some point in the day, you're having some foods that are single ingredient, relatively low levels of processing, and you want to include some refined sugar. I don't think many people could argue that you are eating a diet that is in inverted commas unhealthy, but I think you are, by doing that, you're building a structure that you can be consistent with rather than kidding yourself and saying, everything I consume is going to fall into this category of, you know, organic ingredients and homemade. And I'm not going to have anything that's been produced by these big, big sweet manufacturers. Hello, Johnny here. Just a short interruption to this episode. I know what you're thinking. This show was brought to you by None of that, trust me. We have something completely free, something to give you today. So we're aware that you guys who've been listening to our podcast, you've heard before us talk about the show notes and other places to go to download things from propanefitness.com. But we want to give those of you who listen to our podcast something completely different, something completely unique that we don't provide anywhere else. So we want to give you something that is actually a membership area or a membership portal where we have loads of free goodies, some downloads, some things to watch, some trainings and some free presentations that we want to give you all bundled together completely free. All you have to do is go to propanefitness.com forward slash gift. There's no email opt-in. There's no enter your email and receive this. It's completely obligation free. You just enter your email, enter your username rather, and your password, and then you'll be sent login details. So completely free. In there, we have some training on the 3i formula. That's the framework that we use with all of our coaching students and loads of other free goodies. So that's propanefitness.com forward slash gift. Head over there now pick up your free training and we hope you enjoy. Hope you enjoy the rest of this episode and we'll speak soon. And so hunger management is also a key part of this. Mm-hmm. And so if you're eating mostly sugary foods, they're probably not going to be as filling as um, the equivalent of potato, for example. However, having some of those treats in your diet psychologically can stop you from having the, the sense of wanting to crack and go mm-hmm. crazy on a bunch of naughty foods. And there is some data to show that white bread improves people's <laughs> diet outcomes and weight loss and how much they hold the weight off afterwards over a six-month period. And we think there's maybe there might be some chemical constituent of white bread which improves satiety and improves a sense of fullness between meals. But there is also the fact that white bread is kind of seen as a bit of a naughty food. And so if you're able to eat that guilt-free on a diet, if, someone, if a researcher tells you, hey... You can have white bread while you're dieting. This is the only change they made, right, in that study. 
Right. They so, removed white bread from one group. So if you know that you can have a so sandwich... it must be the bread. Like, if I eat more bread, I'll lose more weight. That's what. That's all I'm taking from that. So the takeaway from today is go, go to the nearest shop, buy yourself two loaves of white bread... And just eat make Mars bar sandwiches. And make Mars bar sandwiches it's, as much so as you can. Before we wrap up, I do have a, a, a question. I think this is what... I think if I was listening to this podcast, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, but I've got a question, I've got mm. a question. If you were to equate the calories of these foods, so Mars bar of 260 calories side by side with the equivalent calorie load from the, the clean equivalent, what do you think would be the difference? If I were to take two people, if, mm. I, were to, if I were to clone myself over a 12-week period, and one version of me could have the Mars bar, and the other one had to have the coconut sugar, dates, nut butter, would I be able, in your opinion, to, to tell any difference whatsoever? In terms of body composition, or just or any, any health Any markers? metrics. I think body composition, you'd be hard-pressed. Very much, yeah. So we know that there's, over the long term, there is no difference in body composition that's observed from different carb-fat ratios. Now, I know that this has a high, high carbohydrate. It's, it's got the same amount of carbohydrates when, when it's taken as it is in that larger mm-hmm. calorie serving size. If you were to equate calories, it would have slightly lower carbs and slightly higher fat. But if that's the only change, mm. then... I think really, though, the, the argument that people use is that if I replace the refined sugar... The, the oh. lower quality fats, in inverted commas. I suppose with, there is also that you'd cure yourself of type 2 diabetes and cancer. And cancer. And yeah, you'd have you, no cortisol. You, you also wouldn't be funding Big Pharma. That's true. Because so Mars Bar. They directly big pharma. go into Big Pharma, don't they? So, mm. um, yeah, so, so really then, I've had a so, bit of a change so, of heart. So, <laughs> so no is the answer, in short, isn't it? It's, I, you know what I think is the biggest sell for me is the time taken to prepare the healthy equi- healthy that's equipment. that's why i got the the protein works one because mm. i was like you know what they're cheap they look nice and they were but i don't know if i'd buy them again like I, i'm okay i have to clarify i bought them exclusively on taste <laughs> <laughs> i didn't really care about the macros because at the end of the day i'm i'm in johnny's camp about this where it's like if i want to have i want to hit my protein target but i also fancy pancakes i'd rather have a normal pancake and then a protein shake rather than a fudged protein pancake. Well, not, not fudged in the, nice, <laughs> in the nice sense of fudge, but like a... In a, in a piece sort of uh, bandaged together. I think the, the economists that are deep within us look at these things in terms of, you know, is there really a return on my investment to spending the next 30 minutes preparing my own Mars bar? Like, where's the return there? Like, there has to be, because you never get time back. So Johnny's you know, saying this as an economist. I, I think he's he's just covering up for the fact that we are both terrible cooks um, <laughs> and just have no culinary aptitude. Have a at look all, on so. YouTube for Yusuf's attempt at making protein pancakes. Is that on YouTube? It's it's unlisted, but I can put it up. <laughs> See that right? So really, we're just bitter because Anna from Protein Powder Recipes sent sent me a um, it was a prototype. For pancakes, You're the only one as well. Yeah, and I completely messed it up. It had like almond flour and orange, and it and it, it made what looked like a hash brown to me, like <laughs> a mashed up hash brown. I'm sure it would have been nice. So if you I made a hash it. But yeah, so I, I just like stop trying to put protein in everything as well. It pisses me off. <laughs> just 
<laughs> like this this new wave of 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 trend where everything that has to if you go on the my protein website there's a protein version of everything so what's wrong with just whey and then food so i did a video about this a while ago which was i come out of the supermarket and i found i think it was weetabix do a protein, protein version weetabix. i looked at the ingredients and all the difference is it is like it's a marginal increase in protein but it's because they've just used gluten enriched flour oh. and so they've picked the one protein that has zero effect on skeletal muscle and they've increased it so yeah on the label they can say high protein but it's going to have no demonstrable effect on your muscle gain and may even harm it if you're just adding in more gluten for the sake of it so <laughs> and they use they often use hydrolyzed hydrolyzed collagen in protein oh, yeah. supplements as well and again no no leucine in it no branch chain amino acids so it's not going to have an effect they, it, they it won't be able have to nice put headline skin. high protein don't they that's, that's it and if they can say, if something can say high-protein cereal, high-protein yoghurt, I saw, I think I saw high-fibre yoghurt. Like, just for <laughs> God's sake, like, I, I, I just feel as though it's, I understand it's marketing, it's very effective, but really, if, if it was all simplified down and people just ate foods that they enjoyed and understood the context, of <clears throat> this all has to come back to calories at some point, no matter how much fuss we make about the details. Exactly, it's not this choice is better than this choice because it's the high protein version. It's mm. how, how does it fit in with my targets? And you well, are going to enjoy it more. Oh yeah. Is it nicer? Well, well that's, that's the, the key thing. Cause if, if it's not nicer and it's higher calorie, then you've completely if, if, shot if yourself. If you, the you, have, you have two and a half thousand calories to spend. You wake up in the morning and someone goes, here's two and a half thousand calories, spend them well. Like you don't want to get to 8 PM and have no calories to spend. Mm -hmm. So consider that, but you also have to, we, we advise probably spending some on protein, this much it's probably spending this amount on fiber and carbs and fat and if you want you can go and spend it on loads of really pointless stuff that someone says is healthy or you can just spend it doesn't it. taste quite as nice maybe has equivalent calories more expensive and more expensive a lot more yeah. effort so you wrote an article back in 2010 <laughs> called the skinny muffin oh god and, yeah. and I, I remember this because Starbucks, I think their rule was if the muffin is less than 400 calories, yeah. it's a skinny muffin. Yeah. And if it's more than, then it's the normal it was, muffin. Was it someone ordering a skinny muffin with like a frappuccino or something? With, like a, with one of those 800 calorie mocha latte frapper or, yeah. whipped cream It's when things. someone gets a, a slice of cake but then gets skinny milk in their coffee or, <laughs> you know, like maybe that yeah, person... every little helps. But, yeah. But at the same time, a skinny muffin, 390 calories... Mm. Compared to four hundred and thirty, and I would—I don't think I'd even notice. Like it's it's a muffin. I, yeah, you're still eating a muffin. Don't <laughs> let's not kid ourselves here. Yeah, so I think it's the—it's making these these substitutions that kind of make people feel better. They often overeat on as well because they think it's the clean, it's the healthy option. It's like, oh no, no, this flapjack's been made with, um, you know, the, oh, they're low sugar, gluten-free, yeah. omega three flapjacks. You're like, well, mm. they're still probably like six hundred calories a pop. So, so just where's the, give me the proper flapjack. So there's another study that looked at low fat foods mm. and apparently people use more than twice as much mm. of the low fat variants. It's in the justification cooking. aspect. Well, it's like when they look at people when they exercise and the calorie consumption post-exercise, people who have, you know, they've been on the treadmill for half an hour and then eat more as a result of being on the treadmill. Overcompensate. My favorite thing is um, seeing the recreational jogger with a sport with like a Lucas Aid sport. 
Oh, it's so it's deeply. I actually find it deeply upsetting. Like I, if you're training for a marathon, absolutely fine. You well, knock yourself out. The person on the, you know, you know, in gyms they sell in the, the sort of the brown glass bottle those protein shakes. Do you know what I mean? I remember them with the the, the label on the side that's just called like protein. Re- it almost really looks like school. an old medicinal. Yeah, <laughs> I used um, to drink them. They yeah, awful. and they're like they, they just taste very thick and very. <laughs> they are quite calorie dense, but it's someone on like the cross trainer drinking one of those. <laughs> It's like, you, all you're doing, like, at best, you'll break even. If you really go for it, you'll break so, so even. So, again, that's not looking at things in context. It's yeah. like, I'm going on the cross trainer. Okay, why? I haven't really thought about that. <laughs> um, well, because you should. And it's like, and subbing out the normal chips for sweet potato chips and having, uh, you know... Again, co- sweet potato chips, whenever I've looked at the packets, they've always been pretty hefty in terms mm-hmm. of calories. Well, because, it, well, especially if you get them in a restaurant, they're, they're deep fried. So otherwise they just go soggy. So if you have like chips made from carrot or sweet potato or something like that, because of the texture, they need to have more fat to make them <clears throat> nice. Yeah. Otherwise, to make them taste like chips. Yeah. Yeah. So really the lesson here is always any of these decisions, examine the context. Anytime you find yourself doing anything, think, why am I doing this? Like, why am I cooking in coconut oil rather than how I would regularly cook? Why am I replacing this food with another why am i spending 30 minutes on the cross trainer and i think if you just make that the theme you you end up not spending your time like an idiot which is really all anybody would ever want to do (laughs) so don't be an idiot bye bye Hey, Johnny again. Hope you enjoyed that episode of the Propane Fitness Podcast. Just a short reminder, if you're listening to this, driving in your car and you're thinking, man, I really wish I had a reference that they made in minute five or 10 or whatever to that thing that they were talking about. Well, we put together show notes for these podcasts every single week. We give you timestamps, we give you links to things we talk about, and we also give chances to grab free things, bonuses, etc. So head over to propanefitness.com and grab the show notes for this episode over there. Also, if you want to be notified of these podcasts when they come out, if you want free subscriber-only benefits, stick your email address in and grab our free downloads, one of the many free downloads if you go to propanefitness.com and the homepage. There's a big red banner on the top of the website. Pick up that free ebook, that free download, and we'll send you emails whenever a new podcast is available. Just one short reminder as well. As you are a podcast listener, you have access to our exclusive free gift that is available nowhere else. And that is at propinfitness.com forward slash gift. Shh.